Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 197 for the week of October 22nd, 2011. The post extra life, but now in BlizzCon mode. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here with John Yearworth over in England. Sorry for not participating in Extra Life, guys. Really sorry. That's all right. John, uh, Roy Burnett, I think also in England? Scotland. Scotland. Close enough. And <laughs> maybe not for them, but <laughs> close enough for the American over here. And finally, Anna Marie Newfeld up in her room. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the show. I hope you had a nice week off. Very relaxing. I, I played games for 24 hours. I don't know about Me you guys. Me too. Oh, good. Anyone else? Roy, you did too, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, I had so, I had fun streaming to everybody and being on the PlayStation Nation podcast stream, and I hope some of you guys are able to come check us out. It was really, really fun. Thanks to all of you who are in the chat room cheering me on while playing Dark Souls and giving me tips about how to kill, you know, uh, the Minotaur or, and the dragon and that sort of stuff. So that was awesome. I actually made progress in Dark Souls. I need to live stream my Dark Souls more often because that seems to be the only way I can like not die in it. And as you can <laughs> imagine, dying in Dark Souls happens a lot unless you have help. Or oh, it does. Suck. <laughs> Played that some more, got to some... Uh, where am I now? I'm at the Gaping Dragon, and I'm completely stuck on him. So uh, Extra Life was a success, and I have to thank you all for it. Thank you, everybody who donated, who came into the chat room, who followed us, who joined our team and raised money yourselves. It was fantastic. You were all wonderful, wonderful people. I feel like it was funny because I feel really good about my goal because originally I set it to 100, then I set it to 250, and then I raised 300. And you actually got a donation of over 300 Mm -hmm. by yourself. Yeah, some anonymous donor. (laughs) So thank you, whoever that was. I really appreciate it. I got up to $1,000 myself, and that was pretty cool. Um, let's see. What did I... Oh, our team got about to 3100 the RP Gamer team. It's a little bit less than last year, but still a really good total, so I want to thank all of you for helping us hit that goal. We'll keep shooting for 5000 next year. Hopefully we'll hit it then, because, you know, we're not done. This is really fun to do. And then after Extra Life ended, I got really, really, really sick for like two days. So Whoops. Yeah, so that um, wasn't so fun, but... You, at 3 in the morning, are hilarious. Am I? <laughs> You're cranky. Oh, uh, during Extra Life? Yeah, I oh, was yeah. very cranky. <laughs> I apologize if anyone was watching, because I was just tired. Wow, really? He, uh, I never would have guessed that. He had Skype running in his ears the whole time with a bunch of us. Um, I don't think Roy ever got on, but John, you were on for a little bit, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I was on for a little bit. Yes, I and like left to do some work, though, unfortunately. Bow so. and hug and kiss the feet of Severin, Mira, Alex, because um, the way it ended up working out with the time zones is everybody started peeling off at um, five in the morning, my time. So it was five, somebody left, six, somebody left, seven, somebody left. And I, I was really scared to be by myself for that last hour, <laughs> but he stuck it out with me. So thank you, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um. Uh... Oh. Alex is a pretty Alex is a pretty cool guy. I've met him in real life. He's cool. What do we have for let's see, for extra life there's one other piece of business and that's that the drawing happens tomorrow, Sunday. Results will be posted over on psnation.org and I'll um I'll write up a post when they're when they're done. Um sometime after they're done linking everyone to the results article. So you can see if you won, you should be getting emailed if you won, so check your email. 
And I think that's it for Extra Life until next year. By the way, overall, they made, raised over $1.1 million. That's like over twice what they raised last year. It's fantastic and awesome. So thanks, everybody, for helping with that. Well, didn't they say they, they, they might not be the final total because they're doing – some people are doing it like a makeup weekend this, to, yeah, this today? Yeah, it takes like yeah, a month or two the, before they cut off the total. This is the makeup weekend. And there are people that get donations in cash and check that have to be verified that aren't included in the total until they are. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, where are we? Oh, it's BlizzCon weekend now. So we've moved on to a new convention with lots of news. But first, hey, feedback third, Chris. We've got lots of feedback. That's right. So first off, Buddha eighty six B U T T A eighty six says, "Just an FYI, if you pre-order any version of Skyrim from GameStop, you will receive the large physical map as a bonus. No need to spend one hundred and fifty dollars on the collector's edition. You said that you only ordered the C for the map. Now, if you really just wanted the dragon and, and are too embarrassed to admit it, well, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. Uh, thank you." But uh, 86, I don't know if I'm going to cancel my pre-order or not. I'm really confused about what to do with Skyrim. I'm in collector's editions in general lately. Uh, Francesco writes in and says, Hey, RPG cast, there is a false assumption that you cannot choose individual commands for your monsters in the Dragon Quest Monsters series. In the latest game, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 2, you can pick individual commands by selecting orders from your battle menu and assigning commands. I can understand why people don't notice that this feature exists. The game does nothing to tell you that you can choose individual commands, and the names of the selections, fight, orders, and tactics, can lead one to believe they all do the same thing. So thank you, Francesco, for cheer, uh, clearing up this Dragon Quest Monsters 2, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 2 debacle about selecting individual commands. So that's really good to know. We still need to know about the competitive online. That was one of the other, one of the other weird things with that game and how there tends to be like a definitive party that wins in this one. But we'll see. Well, didn't Mist and, and Mac both tell us that there isn't a competitive online? Yes, but they also told us that you couldn't choose individual commands. So, all right, if they're wrong about one thing, are they wrong about both? We don't know. Astal writes in, says, Hey guys, last time you mentioned the price of things you bought, everything you said had great prices compared to the price hike game stores here sell games for. For example, when you're spending around 60 bucks for a game in the States or Canada, I have to spend about $140 for the same thing. And the game would stay at a price for about a year and then drop to about $120. So feel privileged to have GameStops and Walmarts. They're from Australia or he New Zealand. He must be. He doesn't they? say where they're from. So I'm assuming he's from Australia or New Zealand. Not New Zealand. Things are priced properly in New Zealand. <laughs> Well, no, we, we have the Canada tax in New Zealand, but, you know. Yes. yes. Uh, dear RP Gamer, this is from Ocelot. This is our favorite feedback. Check this out. It's uh, weekly, le- the subject of the, gar- of the emails, weekly level grinding. Five more questions for the RP Gamer crew. All right. Last week, you faced another difficult, almost impossible challenge and successfully answered five super hard questions. You each gained two more experience points, except for anyone that confessed to having bought the super premium Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core edition of the PSP. Ah! That's me. You get, mi- you, you get minus five points for that blunder. Note that I'm being lenient. <laughs> Worry not. This week offers five more opportunities to put your nerdism to the test. Or is it nerdisms? Or maybe nerdyism? Not sure. But here are the questions. Number one. 
the best Castlevania of all time. I don't really like Symphony Castlevania. Of the night. So we got a no none from Quinn, a symphony from Roy, Anna. What was the question? Best Castlevania of all time. I don't play Castlevania. So pick one. Say Symphony of the Night. <laughs> I feel peer pressure. Alright, I'm gonna i I'm gonna go with Symphony as well. Guns. None. And you're going none. So we got two nuns and three symphonies. Or two symphonies and two nuns. That's what it is. Yes. The last Final Fantasy game ever made will be released in the year fill in the blank and will be titled Fill in the Blank. The next year a sequel will be released called Fill in the Blank. Uh, Final Fantasy 27 and whatever year um, Deus Ex Human Revolution takes place in. And, and the next year the sequel will be called? Uh, Final Fantasy 27 too, but all of the production staff will be killed by the Black Plague. Sounds like a good answer. <laughs> Anyone want to offer a suggestion? I, I like that. I like going with that one. <laughs> yeah, I like Quinn's answer. <laughs> all right, Quinn's our answer. All right. <laughs> good answer. I feel like we're on a family feud. Good answer. Survey says. Good answer. <laughs> All right. How many times do you expect to die in Dark Souls before giving up or beating the game, whichever comes first? See, I'm uh, going to die zero times, not because I'm good, but because I'm watching Chris play, and that's way more entertaining than me. Well, that means you already gave up, but that you didn't die. So good on you. What about you, John? Well, you can't. Uh, zero. I don't intend on playing Dark Souls. Games. All right. Roy? I'm a PC gamer. Oh, but for God's sake. Th- but Dark Souls does look like it might be a good enough Western-ish RPG that I might pick it up. It's made by Japanese people. It's not. But it a looks West- like it has a. I know, but it has a Western-ish style to it. It's an old. Oh my gosh! There's nothing Western about that style, but whatever. <laughs> it's got some fantasy elements that are very Western in origin, and then very, very crazy demonic Japanese. Mythology. I reserve the right to be a hypocrite. <laughs> 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 All right, fine. I nice say 7,324.1. And yes, I'm putting a decimal point in there. Deal with it. And that will be before giving up or beating the game. Um, I'm not sure yet which. <laughs> I think beating the game. There, there's my answer. Magic the Gathering will, st- <laughs> Magic the Gathering will stop printing physical cards and become entirely online based in the year. Never, in my opinion. Uh, uh never at uh, least until the paperwork runs out. Twenty fifty. Twenty fifty. Yep. I, I say that if they go entirely online, it'll be a new property that they'll start aside from Magic the Gathering, and people will just transition. What do you think? Uh, um- I'll I'll say never unless there just for some reason becomes a point where there's no market for the regular cards, which I doubt. All right, John, your your answer was never until the paper what until paper's gone from the earth or something until until paper runs out. Yeah, paper. It's a renewable resource. You realize? That's kind of my point. Oh, okay. That's the joke. <laughs> All right, got it. The sheer size of the Diablo 3 Collector's Edition will be... Ooh, we can answer this. Yes. Um, Should we use that as a segue to the news, then? No, no, I'm going to give him the answer first. To IGN. 
No, no, I'm going to Amazon. They usually have product specs. Oh, they don't have the product specs on here. So it will be... IGN has a story on it. It will be less than the StarCraft II collector's box, but more than the Diablo III normal box. So I'd say a foot by maybe 12 by 15. And it will contain <laughs> so much stuff. And we will get into it later in the news because it's a long and I got it. I, I got it up right here. It will contain an art book... A, a soundtrack, a behind-the-scenes DVD blue and Blu-ray to disc it, Diablo Skull, and, and what goes gigabyte, in the Diablo Skull? A four-gigabyte USB the touchstone, Soulstone. Oh God! But Shove it into the head, uh, just like the Diablo One. I was expecting the blood of your enemies there, not the blood of your enemies. Dot JPEG. And an exclusive in-game content, including Diablo 3 aesthetic artifacts, World of Warcraft pet fetish shaman, and StarCraft 2 Battle.net portraits. So those are digital. And they don't many, technically... many psycho fans. <laughs> yeah, psycho fans. For some reason, the design, one of the designers of Diablo 3 can't say sycophants, but whatever. <laughs> the the uh, box probably also... They don't announce this, but probably also has some trial coupons for Diablo 3. Kind of like the StarCraft box had trial mode for Diablo, for StarCraft 2 in it. That's just my bet. Maybe a World of Warcraft. Well, I guess you don't need a trial certificate anymore for a while. Oh, uh, whatever. So who's buying this? I have it pre-ordered, but I don't know if I'm going to leave it pre-ordered. Uh, I'm probably I not need- going to get it. <laughs> I need to see a bigger picture of the skull thing before I buy it. That's the thing. I only really like the soundtrack and the Soulstone USB, and I'm not sure that's worth the money. And I generally has a teeny little picture we'll of it. Into later. I need to see a bigger picture of the skull. <laughs> I don't know if I care about the wild pets or anything, so I may I may cancel this, which makes me sad because I like doing the Blizzard Collector's Editions, but this one is just kind of a bit crazy. For what you get, so I don't know. You know, that's the whole reason I haven't pre-ordered Skyrim on Steam. If it's cheaper than the, if it's cheaper than the um, StarCraft Three one, though, hmm. that's a tricky call. StarCraft Three. Sorry, StarCraft Two. Is it cheaper than that? I don't know. I thought that's what you said. No, it's smaller, not cheaper. Oh, smaller. The oh, box okay, looks well. smaller in the picture. I don't actually know if that's the case. Um, it could be a bad picture. The the art book thing. So I like the art books, except I only read them once. I look through them once, and then I never go through them in. So I've got this Art of Wrath of the Lich King, Art of Cataclysm, and Art of StarCraft II books. They're really wonderful books. No one ever comes over and looks at them. No one ever wants to look at them when I show them to them. So what's the point of the art books? I, I, it, I'm starting to wonder, even high-quality art books may be nothing more than space wasters in your house. So I don't know. Among most people. Maybe if you're an artist, you can draw inspiration or something from creepy enemy designs. Eh. That's mostly the reason why I downloaded, have this downloaded, why I bought the um, Gundam character encyclopedia. Hmm. Hey, it's a good visual reference, damn it. Well, that's cool, though, because it's Gundam. And yeah. I don't know, it's Japanese art. Japanese art's just better. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the one thing... The one thing Buy I'm surprised for they, the win. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that they haven't done any like pre-order like get this exclusive sword type thing for Skyrim on PC for yeah, pre-order. Yeah, me too. Yet. Yeah, that's the whole reason I haven't pre-ordered. It. It's like there's no incentive to pre-order it. 
on, for the download version. Oh, no, they'll give you they'll give you a sword, but they'll give it to you in Team Fortress Two. <laughs> Is that true? You pre-order stuff on Steam. You normally get things in Team Fortress Two. Probably get like the helmet of that guy. Or swords the occasionally. Well, you know, or, Team Fortress Two is all about hats. So. Yeah, but I got several guns for for getting um, Deus Ex. Hmm. It's funny as it sounds. We were you talking about the heavy arms. Uh, well, stuff like the um, Machina Diamondback. So yeah. Well, so 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 far, there's officially nothing on their Skyrim page that announces any type of pre-order incentive, Team Fortress oh, Two there, or otherwise. There is an import. There is a pre-order for Skyrim. It is not a download. It is the map that we talked about earlier, and it is oh, yeah. printed on a material that feels version. like bur- burlap. Well, don't get the download version. You want the map. Well, I get it off Steam. So, just because Steam exists oh, doesn't mean everything has to come from it. <laughs> I get everything I get on Steam. By the way, when did we tolerate PC games costing the same amount as console games? Uh, ever since uh, it was either EA or Blizzard started doing it. <laughs> I remember Blizzard Activision uh, started it with Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, that was it. All right, let's blame Activision. I like that. Okay, our next thing. They start, started it with Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> And then everyone and started well, doing it. I remember they uh, Blizzard. If uh, normal PC games normally retail between thirty and thirty-five, uh, thirty-five pounds. I remember. I think Blizzard tried to put uh, StarCraft Two out at forty for PC, mm. which is standard console price, at least in uh, England. Is it wrong that again, I kind of what... want? Oh, go ahead. Well, you can make the argument for StarCraft 2, because at least when you're paying full price for StarCraft 2, you're getting your money's worth. Yeah, but as I said last time, I had a gift card at the time, so I got the collect edition of StarCraft 2 for 20 quid. Is it wrong that I kind of want the Skyrim Collector's Edition just because it comes in a large box and it makes me feel better? <laughs> Are you missing old PC boxes, Chris? Yeah, but this is like, this looks like the, this box is the size of a bowling ball bag. This thing's huge. The hell is that sound? What? Am I the only one hearing static? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Huh, that's weird. It was like I had some kind of crosswire to like the radio next door or something. It's weird. That is weird. Hmm. There's a second disc in the Skyrim computer. I wonder if that's worth it. Oh, wait. Everyone (laughs) rips those to YouTube, don't they? Documentary well, Chris, the, 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 the pretty much the only collector's editions I ever buy are the Blizzard collector's editions because Blizzard games don't come on Steam. Hmm. But are you? Get, but you're not even thinking of getting the Diablo three one. Oh, I'll probably get the Diablo three collector's edition. And, and Blizzard games get... come from their own digital online store that you know, based on the same account you have to sign into them with. I don't know. Ah, yeah, but it's it's not quite as surf. Uh, Blizzard's one's not quite as flexible as Steam. Mm. Yeah, Anyways. I just get the physical versions for Blizzard, and just uh, just like I have Origin, pretty much exclusively for my use of Bioware games. Now that they aren't coming on Steam, so I may need to cancel my collector's edition orders. It feels like I'm in therapy. 
making a break. Well, for me, like for me, getting a thing like Skyrim, there's no point in me getting the physical edition because I'm just going to get it, get it on Steam anyway, unless it comes with a voucher code for Steam, which they do sometimes. Doesn't look like this is the case. So you're saying not only should I not buy the collector's edition, I shouldn't buy the physical box edition. Uh, I never do. Can I pre-order? You could just Steam eBay right the now? map if it. Yeah, you can pre-order it on Steam. Of course, if I do that, then just I, eBay the map. I, oh, but then I don't get the map. Yeah. eBay is your friend, Chris. Someone write in and tell me what to do. So let's move on. Uh, I'm going to skip the phone calls because we're going a little long already. We'll get to them later. I've got a Zoltan review of Catherine that I'm going to play now for those of you on the podcast. For those of us on the live stream, we'll play it after the show, so please stick with me. For those of you listening on your iPods or your iPads or your computers or your Zooms or your creative jukeboxes or whatever the heck you've got. Get on with it. All right, let's start it now. Boom, it's the legendary Zoltan, the Zoe to the Tizzy, and this is a legendary game review, woohoo, turn-based battles and stats galore, sorry, but it's not an RPG this time, Pfft, how you gonna review a game that's not an RPG on a podcast called your RPG playing ass? Sometimes you feel like playing something different, sometimes you feel like playing something different, so if it's not an RPG, then what is it, huh? Is it... Is it an ASPG? It's a horror puzzle game with love simulator elements. Sounds like my life. It was released in America on July 26, 2011 on the PS3. What's it about? It's about a guy named Vincent who keeps having crazy nightmares because... SPOILER ALERT! He's cheating on his girlfriend. If I were Vincent, I would totally obtain her platinum trophy, if you know what I mean. Eh? Eh? Hey, come on! Even though his girlfriend looks like the Bayonetta girl, but with blonde hair, it's not really a wonder that he got seduced so easily. Why not? Did you see the outfit that girl had on? A banana suit? No, it was like she was wearing lingerie in public. And my banana has peeled itself. And they're sitting in a pizza restaurant. She just jumps on the table in front of everybody and throws his face in between her legs. Holy crap. And I think we all know what happens after that. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Where yet? Where yet? Where yet? Where yet? Now there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Peanut butter. I love peanut butter and jelly when it involves boobities. Sorry, but don't expect to see any of the goods. But you said it was an HPG. I said it was a horror puzzle game, not a hentai puzzle game. So, no boobities? No boobities. No Chikubis? No Chikubis. I wanted to see Chikubis. Moving on, the gameplay of Catherine is interesting as it can be divided perfectly into two parts. The game and the play. No. The good part and the bad part? No. The young and the restless. No, it's the puzzles and the party. Raise the roof. That's not going to happen. Instead, we're going to drop the floor. Before we can hit the party, we have to survive a literal hellish nightmare. Did somebody say Satan? 
You'll find yourself at the bottom of a tower of blocks, which you have to arrange so that you can climb up one block at a time. Do the blocks have boobities? No, the blocks don't have boobities. Well, then I don't want to grab those blocks. Fine. Don't grab the blocks and just stand there until the floor falls out from under you. Oh, sh- No, it's not that bad. If you die, you get one of the greatest game overs ever. Really? Yeah, go ahead and die. Okay. Hey, I think I've heard this song somewhere before. You have. All the music during the puzzle stages are remixes of famous classical pieces. Oh, okay. They've got Bach, Mussorgsky, and even Sarasate. The game over music is called Zigunerweisen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one by Sir Mix-a-Lot, right? No, that would be Sarasate. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure I heard that Sir Mix-a-Lot... No, no, no. You heard wrong. You're thinking of Baby Got Back. Oh. I'm gonna dig in just to be sure. I like big bats and I cannot lie. I like big bats and I cannot lie. Speaking of not lying, at the top of the block tower, you'll have to answer a question. What for? You want to choose whether you stay with your girlfriend or six it up with a new girl, right? Well, here's your chance. All right, let's do this. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Question number one. Do you like pancakes? What kind of question is that? It's the kind of questions they ask. Choose wisely. Okay. Well, I do like pancakes, but I want to be with my girlfriend in the ending. Does she like pancakes? I'm gonna go with yes. Oh, when the gauge moves towards the red side. Wait, 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 what, what does that mean? Is that bad? It means that people who like pancakes are very chaotic. This is so stupid. Let's just move on to the other part of the gameplay. Right. So assuming you survive the night, you go to work the next day. That's why I play video games to work. And after that, Vincent takes part in what scientists usually refer to as the... Party. Hit the party. And what do we do at the party? Do we sip a cardi like it's your birthday? Yeah, that about sums it up. And you don't, we don't give up. Wait, it does? Yep. Sit down at the table and press the square button over and over again. Each time you do, you take a drink and then think to yourself that you are such a. Is a. Walking in the public bathrooms and washing his face without even using the toilet. I mean, come on, who does that? Also, during the bar scenes, you can talk with other customers and the staff. And now it's time to hit the other review topics. Graphics, pretty. Sound, plagiarized. Story, good. Gameplay, interesting. Difficulty, selectable. People in relationships, fun factor, low. Singles, fun factor, high. And that concludes this review. Now go out to your favorite bar so all those drunk people can tell all their sad stories to your RPG playing ass. All right. Thank you, Zoltan. That was another great review from you. We love getting those. Um, if you'd like to send us segments for the show or podcast feedback, you can do it at podcast.rpgamer.com. Send an email. Send an MP3 file. We'll play it on the show. You can send a phone call at 608-729-4098. And you can uh, leave us message feedback on the board.rpgamer.com. That's our message board. 
that is uh, the ways to contact us. Uh, we don't have any text messages. Oh, we have Twitter. Twitter.com slash RPGamer. And uh, I'm Simon1001. I don't know that Quinn's on it. Anna's Ann uh, Neufeld. No. N-E-U-F-E-L-D. A-M-N-E-U-F-E-L-D. Royal, Rose, you're not on it either. No Twitter for you. Yeah, man. Rose Storm 90. Rose Storm 90. However I ever use it. Is that like a special move for Tuxedo Mask? Rose Storm? Just throwing lots of roses? <laughs> no? Well, it has to do you with get, the, get it's bonus, the same as my bonus email Bonus points for old school there, Chris. Okay. <laughs> I, Someone had already taken Rose Storm for Gmail. Uh, <laughs> so I put the 90 on the back of it because that was the year well, I was Well, that's born. level 90. Your attack is level 2. Whoa, level whoa, whoa. You're three years younger than me? I guess so. I was always under the impression that you were older than me. Hmm. Nope, I'm younger and better looking. <laughs> All right, well, let's get on with it. <laughs> Bag. <laughs> better. <laughs> we're going to have to ho- have a hot or not in the thread this week. Everyone post their uh. pictures, and everyone can vote them up or down. It should be fun. I want to see it happen. want to see it happen. Oh, uh. I've got the wrong browser up. I can't start my, sh- I can't start my uh, news run. Oh, give me a minute here. Well, we've already discussed the fact that Diablo 3 has a collector's edition. Mm. So I think we'll skip the the note of that, other than the fact that there's probably not going to be a release date announced at uh, BlizzCon, which I think is going to come as a bit of a surprise. I expected a release date. Were you surprised? I was surprised. I was surprised. So we're talking BlizzCon then. Uh, let's see. Where's on my BlizzCon? Well, didn't didn't they announce, like, I could have swore I read somewhere before BlizzCon that they said that they have... Uh, that, uh, it's not this the year. Whole Mr. Pon- oh, I, I could have swore I before we BlizzCon. But I, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere before BlizzCon started that they that someone from Blizzard had said that the whole Mr. Pandaria thing was a load of crap, and no, that they weren't doing it. What they said. Um, hang on, let me get up the post because I was just reading it yesterday. Hmm. All right. So for people who weren't watching BlizzCon. A new World of Warcraft seek, uh, expansion was announced called Mists of Pandaria. It will be taking you to an un- previously unknown island that was out in the ocean, hidden by mist ever since the world was broken like 10,000 years ago. Um, something about the cataclysm, has so the second breaking of the world, has caused that um, island to be no longer shrouded. So you can go there, and you know who's there? That fake uh, panda race that they made for Warcraft. And uh, some promotional stuff. So it is. they're there. They're practicing kung fu. You can be a monk. You can be a panda bear. And uh, the monk class will now be available to all other races in the game except for Worgen and Goblin. and Goblins. The new ones. I don't know what's up with that. Okay. So here's the quote. And Tom Chilton is Ghostcrawler, right? No. Uh, that's no. Greg Street. Right. Sorry, I'm thinking of another person. Um, here's the quote. Chilton says speculation is, quote-unquote, wildly overhyped. And the second quote is, if you look at traditionally how we've handled that race, it's been in secondary products because we haven't realized it in the world yet. Most of the time when we do anything panda-related, it's going to be a comic book, a figurine, or something like that. Yes. Tom Chilton, as I've learned yesterday, is a big, fat liar. That's all he (laughs) knows how to do. He's not good at giving presentations. He's He's good at lying 
and and I don't think he's doing it intentionally. I'm now, not saying there's any Chris. maliciousness here, but when he says stuff, it isn't true, and he doesn't realize that what he's saying is technically untrue, and I, he's either too nervous or he's just talking without thinking. I don't know. So don't take anything he says to be true, ever, is my advice. Okay, what else? And because I know it's going to come up, there is no law in China about harming pandas in video games <laughs> that was some of the speculation wasn't it right that, that. That, that sounded because, ridiculous what it was was it was a flippant comment that was made by a blizzard staff member that has just grown into this urban myth <laughs> there's a long china well <laughs> the other thing is um uh, the other people saying oh yeah this rips off kung fu panda without realizing how long the pandaren have been in warcraft yeah, pandaren have been in the warcraft universe for like 12 years yeah when did they add them <laughs> Um, uh, what Warcraft. Was it? Warcraft two, Warcraft two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. there was a new. There was. I there was, know there was at least uh, an April Fool's joke. It's just joke. a guy, right? Yeah, it's not like it was a serious thing, though. Yeah, it was an April Fool's joke that they put into the game and has sort of since grown into its own culture. And yeah. you know, um, one of the things that they said on the forums and one of the things that they said on the stream yesterday was that they were seriously contemplating putting in the Pandaren as the race for Burning Crusade. Yeah, but the problem was is that they couldn't um, sync everything up. What does that mean? And so they, I don't think they ever really qualified that. They just sync everything up. Yeah, they just they couldn't get it to fit the way that they wanted it to. Okay, is Uh, or essentially, um, Pandar. If you consider the Burning Crusade as a kind of storyline stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the Pandaren didn't fit, fit into that story because no, they, they had nothing yeah. to do with the Burning Crusade. But yeah, and okay. so Space about halfway there. through the development of the um, beta expansion, they switched to the Draenei, and that's why that was one of the reasons why the Blood Elves were announced so far ahead of the Draenei. Ah, because yeah. it was like, here's the Blood Elves, and we'll announce the other race later when, when we, we figure, figure out, out what it is. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. I'm, I, I still get the impression, and Rose Storm kind of had this sentiment before the show, this race is not going to make anybody take this expansion seriously. This is, like, this is like the fan, this is like the, the fan service expansion. Oh yeah, this is total fan wink. But at the same time, they did cover that in one of the interviews as well, in that they specifically went this direction as opposed to something like the Emerald Dream because they have just had two very serious, very intensive story-driven expansions with Wrath of the Lich King and Cataclysm, where everything just by the nature of the people that they were bringing in had a very heavy, desperate air to it. And now they want something that's a little bit more lighthearted and entertaining and everyone can take a breather before we jump back into the Sir's biz. And make fun of the fat, drunk Chinese people? <laughs> no, make fun of fat pandas. Oh, they're panda Bouncy bears. Awesome. Oh, okay, all right. They're panda Bouncy bears. is winning. Yeah, one so, of the racials but, is to take 50% less fall damage because yeah, they're so, bouncy. That's probably going to change. I don't know if change. you saw the racials. <laughs> <laughs> but they're awesome. It's um, increased cooking skill. Um, and more stats from eating. Damage, more <laughs> stats from eating. And the best one is double rested experience. Yeah, okay. Well, rested experience lasts 50% longer at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's double so, total. But anyway. It's yeah. double. Because they're... We're, we're getting into minutiae. <laughs> yeah, they're fat and lazy. Yeah, great. <laughs> panda bears are panda bears. But they also kick butt and do kung fu. They can be a lot of the ra- they can be a lot of the classes other than uh whatever, some 
go, go look it up. I don't want to waste your time. I know Panda Den. Yeah, no Panda Paladins. No oh. Dark Knight or no Death Knight, I should say. <laughs> oh man, I'm in Final Fantasy XI mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was something no Druid because um, they didn't want the existential problem of a bear turning into a bear. I don't think that's a real issue. We've <laughs> no, got dogs sure turning into isn't. we've got dogs <laughs> turning into cats. I know exactly. I was like, that's kind of bull crap. But no, mm-hmm. it's just they can't be druids. And I think that was the only three restrictions. Now the monk class that they're putting out looks super cool. And I don't know if you got a chance to see this, Chris, but they were actually demoing um how the class mechanic works. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so but it's um, gonna they're going to have. I bet you most oh, of that. Yeah, will change. I mean, this isn't finalized, but they are going to have a resource called Chi, and it's going to work very similar to the way that Rogue Energy works. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, backwards Rogue Energy. Nobody, nobody cares, Anna. No, no, Rogue Energy. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, basically, you start out with Chi. You use abilities that drain your Chi, and then Anna. Nobody cares. Shut up. Hey, I care. <laughs> oh. All right, John. This is going to be a 30 second explanation if you don't continue to interrupt me. All right, fine. G turns into either dark arts or light arts, and those are used to activate the monk abilities. Both dark and light are used for the tank, light is used for the uh, melee healer, and dark is used for the melee DPS. See, no, it's not so hard. No, that wasn't that hard. Also in this expansion, challenge mode dungeons, which are time trials on dungeons. Oh, um, 45 minute Baron runs are back. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything else significant except for one thing. Wow, Iman. Wow now has its own Pokemon subgame. You're going to be able to collect pets, fight against other people who collect pets, fight against pets you find in the wild and tame them and make them your own pets, level their stats, go fight other trainers to get moves that you can use with your pets, pimp them out, level them up, fight... Beat the Elite, beat the elite 4 and go back to Pallet Town. Uh, essentially, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's Pokemon. Uh, the only thing that we, we haven't seen that you can do is breed your pets. Right, and I think that's going to be the next expansion. <laughs> if if this takes off, if no one does it, they won't. Sure, they won't do it will. Anything. Give me a break. Well, there are already several games that There's have um, so like, many these kind people of that are pack collectors in the game, and I mean one of the things that they really stressed about this feature is that it's going to work with almost all of your existing pets. Like, yep. I don't think it's going to work with Tyrael and Mini Diablo. No, I think it won't work with like the Mountain Dew pet. Right. Stuff like so, that. I mean, because one of the things that this system does is if you have a pet that's able to battle, it's no longer bound to you. So, you can level it up, yeah. pimp it out with abilities, sell it on the auction house. So, that's, house. that's a way to make money now is to level up pets. So, cockfighting is in WoW. Yay. Um, the one thing that they have mentioned that I'm I'm iffy about because I don't think it's going to be popular just given the the environment of WoW is that they want to make some pets restricted. So, for example, the the options that they gave is one pet only comes out in the winter months. One pet only comes out at night. Another pet only comes out when it's raining. Yeah, and I just think like Pokemon. The, I think that the casual, I don't log on, I only log on Saturday for four hours a week crowd is going to stand up and Bitch. So? Loud. I, I really don't think they're going to change that. I think they're going to put it out initially and then change it. Because <laughs> that's the Blizzard MO. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that seems like just back... That is such a weird thing to back down on. But all right. And we've I seen think, that established as a working game model. So Right. I think last but not least in the WoW news, and it t- ties back into D3, is um, there's now a yearly subscription. 
And if so, you well, no, there is not. Okay, so here's the thing: they announced the Wow Annual Pass. So what the Wow Annual Pass is is a contract, and it says, "I promise to keep paying for Wow for a year." So it's not really a subscription; it's more of a contract, like you get with a cable or or phone company, because mm. you can pay for Wow either monthly, um, three monthly, or six monthly. Whichever, whichever, or whatever your region's options have, and it's, if you sign up for it, six. say what? It's one three six. It's one three six. Yeah. So if you sign up for it, which I already have and Anna already has, because we figure we'll be paying well for a year, well. you will get a free copy of Diablo three when it comes out, and this is what truly makes me wonder why I'm buying the collector's edition of Diablo three, because <laughs> I'm going to get a free well, copy of the game. And uh, oh, there's um, I'm, something I'm sure in the all the people who. About that. Um, if you buy the collector's edition of um, Diablo 3, they add four months of time to your World of Warcraft account free. Really? Yeah. Read the terms and conditions. It's written there. I am leaving my collector's edition order then. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Thank you, Blizzard, for actually giving a crap. You won't see. I say, uh, double check that, but I'm pretty sure when, if you look in the terms and conditions when you sign up for the uh, year... It says if you get a key, you know, a, a, a key for a Diablo 3 Collector's Edition, they will add four months of time to your account. Mm-hmm. Which is, what, 40 pounds, you know, $40 worth? No, it's more than that in dollars. Oh, it's 48. right in the FAQ. Yeah. You'll see four months of WoW time, which is eligible towards your 12-month subscription commitment. Yeah. So, so yeah. not only not only do you get four months of time, but it actually takes four months off your subscription period, essentially, because it's well, it's paying for four months of that. So that's cool. Yeah. But if you're signed up for the six month plan, how does that work? Um, who It'll knows? Just be tacked on at the end of the six. Yeah, probably period. tacked on. Yeah. yeah. So in other words, you get six months, then you get four months free, then you get charged for another six months. Yeah, kinda. unless you change it. Okay, so you still need to stay on top of your on top of your renewals to make sure you don't accidentally get dinged for six months before you decide to stop playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which has happened to me before. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm I'm totally down with Diablo 3 Collector's Edition. Now I well, just need to make the I choice see my, um, my, uh, I mean, my general thing is I will probably get it because I can see myself playing well. I mean, I'm doing my final year dissertation on World of Warcraft. I've got to keep playing it for at least another year. Otherwise, I don't give any of my arguments any credence. But um, it's kind of like uh, on the Diablo three thing though, it's um, I was I've always I've been on the fence about Diablo three because I kind of skipped over Diablo two. I I played and enjoyed Diablo one. Don't get me wrong, I just played a lot of it when I was younger. Um, and I think if it was in a say, okay, I'm probably going to you know uh, play World of Warcraft for another year. And if doing so gets me a free copy of Diablo three, then I'm kind of more inclined to play it because I'm technically not paying for it. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and I've, that was kind of my thing. Is it's like I seem to recall saying on the podcast that I basically wouldn't play Diablo three unless I got a free copy. Yeah, well, there, there you go. So <laughs> yeah, uh, from from at least for, you from, get other stuff too. Yeah, from our perspective, is um, the free copy is added in the region of your World of Warcraft account. So technically, I'd get a US copy of Diablo three, which means I can play with you two. Excellent. So, you know, having people I know to play with... Why does Diablo 3 have regions? That I don't understand. That's a game that doesn't need regions. Okay, so here's the other thing Anna was just alluding to. You also get a a mount, cool-looking mount, called Tyriel's Charger, which is a big horse with wings. Oh, and also you get beta access to the next expansion. Yeah, though... I'll be honest with you. Beta access to expansions 
just ruins your experience when the expansion comes out. In my yeah, opinion. I often find that I don't enjoy the betas. Just just wait and play it when it comes out and be excited with everyone else is my advice there. But yes, if that's something you really want, you will get it by sign up for a year. We should probably move on because people are going to lynch us if we keep talking about WoW. Except unless we talk about the pet thing because people like the Pokemon thing for some reason. Except they're not going to want to subscribe to do it, but then they, they're not going to like the fact that they're tempted well, to subscribe to do it. So I don't know, whatever. You know what? What? It's not locked to any level. So you could technically do it on the free-to-play account. Uh, there's Well, assuming, A, that it's not locked to the expansion, which we don't know for sure yet. And um, B, that you can actually level up your pets high enough unless there's a level restriction based on your character or something. I, I just awesome. have my doubts that you could do all the whole pet game just on the free pass. That would be weird. But I guess possible? Eh. Eh. Oh, let's talk about something completely different. Do we want to talk about StarCraft 2? Oh, yes. And now. Well, now. Well, do we? What is there to say? Um, Heart of the Storm's coming. Heart of the Storm is coming. We know a lot more about the story now. Although, yeah, I we guess don't, we don't want to get into not, that deeply. Let's not talk about story details. Um, um, three new units per um, race. For multiplayer. Yeah, and all of, them, all of the new races, all of the new units have A abilities that look amazing. Mm-hmm. So, examples. Um, well, for example, the Protoss get this really nice ship, and it looks sort of like the old Guardians, and it basically fires off these circles, and it's basically the anti-Muta. Cool. Because it was like, what did you use against Mutalisks and Brood Lords as Protoss? Phoenixes. Um, except they weren't that effective. Right. That's what you had to use yeah <laughs> and stalkers yeah and so there wasn't a lot of anti-air and um the terrans get this cool little radiation unit mm-hmm. that they plop it down and they set it up and it makes this radiation field it's an anti it's an anti-zergling um weapon in in large part and while stuff is in the radiation field it takes damage however um it is specifically designed to not be included in any ball of death because as soon as a human unit gets near it, it shuts off. To protect them, of course. Right. Awesome. So that's StarCraft Two. Still no release date on that either. No release date for anything. So, whatever. Um, okay. So let's talk about something completely different. How about the Shining series from Sega? Sega. Yes. We've got a new Shining game. That we'll never see. That we might never see. We don't know if it's that an RPG. We'll never we don't know it. what it is. It's called Shining Blade. And we don't know what it'll be. It's about a guy named Rage who has a mystic- mystical soul blade and Altina, a princess with the power to conjure up spirits through singing and whatever. So, um, Out of the last, what, seven years, there's been three shiny games that we haven't gotten, including the previous PSP one. We're not getting this. We know that the fighting system will borrow a little bit from the su- fighting system of Valkyria Chronicles, which is pretty cool. If we're lucky, we'll get it. Probably not. So is this Valkyria Chronicles 4 under a different name? Hey, there was news that we may not be totally screwed about getting Valkyria Chronicles 3. I don't know if you saw that. Do tell. Um, Somebody from Sega said, hey, 
you're not completely screwed about getting uh, D- Valkyria Chronicles three necessarily. That's all they said though. It's it's not well. ruled out completely. <laughs> so if you're gonna do uh, fan campaigns and stuff, and I know there's one going on right now, keep doing it because there's actually a chance it could work. I, I, and I really don't know anything beyond that. So. Severin says that was just a PR guy cornered by angry people. He wasn't going to say anything else, but whatever. I mean, it would be better for him to just be honest with those angry people, but what are you going to do? King's Bounty. You like King's Bounty, Anna, right? Mm-hmm. How about a new one? Mm-hmm. How about King's Bounty Warriors of the North? Um, We're going know. to Canada, eh? They're calling them tactical RPGs, but I've played them, and they're not tactical RPGs. So I don't know what's up with that, but they're real time strategy RPGs. No, they're not even that. They're not. They're, they're strategic they're, RPGs. They're Heroes of Might and Magic esque games with a little bit. They're a slower pace kind of. W- by the way, guys, we really shouldn't be covering Heroes of Might and Magic Six, but we are anyway. We know it's not an RPG, but just deal with it because it was decided <laughs> that it's close enough, and people on the site were interested in following it, so we're following it. I'm sorry for the purists who who realize quite truly it's not an RPG. <laughs> but Chris, it's not Heroes of Might and Magic Six; it's Might and Magic Heroes. 6. Oh, is that? Oh, is that what that must, that makes the difference? <laughs> totally. They changed the name for some reason. <laughs> That's funny. So the King's Bounty games are kind of like that, as you recruit a bunch um, of Unix and get in King's a fight Bounty, with stuff. As a series, is the prequel to Heroes of Might and Magic. Uh, you mean they came first? Yeah, I the original King's Bounty was before Heroes of Might and Magic. King's Bounty the Legend a lot of King's... is a remake of the original King's Bounty. Ah, but then there were a lot of Heroes of Might and Magic games. That's right. right. And not so many of the King's Bounties. Nope. Well, Heroes of Might and Magic 5 was kind of like a reboot of the series. Yeah, let's not talk about 5. There hadn't, I still have a game there hadn't been one for. But there hadn't been one for quite a while prior to 5. Yeah, since 4, yeah, whatever. Uh... Michael's, Michael's been playing 6, by the way. Those of you who do care about Might and Magic Heroes 6, he's having fun with 6. Um, I wow. have it, but I haven't tried. But he hasn't, he hasn't addressed my, my concerns of the games being super, super, super long in 5. And for some reason, when I ask him about that, he's not able to give me a clear answer, which might, means that, that might mean that the battles are still super, 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 super long, but he's enjoying them. So I guess that's well, good. Right. Oh yeah, the, the, they are the uh, the four and five was pacing. I, I I just can't do five hour battles for one mission in a campaign. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I just I'll never finish. I, I can't do that. So that's my problem with six. And if I turn the if I turn the difficulty down, I should be getting through these campaign missions in thirty to forty five minutes max, in my opinion. And I don't think that's the way it works, is it? No, my magic games are really long. Yes. Well. Okay. But they're long to the point where I make no progress. Like, I will keep working on making progress and find that the NPC has made the same amount of progress, so we just all lose all our units, and then we do the same thing again. And it never ends. It's just like this endless cycle. And that's my problem with Might and Magic missions. So, I don't know. King's Bounty was just hard. I just sucked at that. But there's a new one. can give it a try again. It'll be out in spring of 2012. You should just play on easy. I was playing on easy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about these games that doesn't work well for me. I don't know about King's Bounty. Maybe I didn't try King's Bounty on easy. But Might and Magic, I was playing on easy. And it was... It, 
I swear, easy just made the games take longer because the computer couldn't beat me as much. So we were just completely even, and the games would not end. <laughs> so, ah. Uh. <sighs> hey, Mass Effect 3 is coming still. Remember that? Wow, really? March 6, 2012 in North America. And guess what you can do now? You can play co-op multiplayer. <gasps> Who's been waiting for co-op multiplayer? You know what that sound is? That's the sound of tumbleweeds. Yes, no one. No one was waiting for co-op multiplayer in, in Mass Effect 3. That is the correct answer. We're getting it anyway. And guess what? The way that your co-op multiplayer goes can affect your single-player ending. Isn't that just awesome? Oh, right. Uh, so no. If you're a story-based role-playing gamer, that means you now have to deal with multiplayer even though you don't and want Chris, to. Chris, you don't. Yes, you do. No, yes, you, you don't. Do. Yes, read you do. the Q&A. I did. I and did it read it. says that you can still get the best ending entirely in single-player. Oh, I didn't read that. <laughs> So you can't. Okay. However, yeah. However, so then, why, you how, then use, how does it affect the ending? You could. You could use the, the multiplayer is, to increase your it. galactic readiness. So I it, don't have to do as much on my is, own if I do in multiplayer. Yeah. What it does I, is that it, being successful in the multiplayer increases what this meter the game has of your galactic readiness level for the final war, and you can use the multiplayer to get the best ending. So, so they have a, and a if they now have a meter that tracks your ending quality, and you need to fill up the ending. Pretty meter. much. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> they're just completely. That's losing, how I They're just losing touch with it. <laughs> oh, you filled up the meter. All right, you get the good ending. <laughs> Actually, I assume it's well, um, one and, of the components of getting the good ending, which is and, most um, likely. Well, if you're someone like me who obsessively does every single quest in every Bioware game, then you'll probably use the multiplayer anyway. Yeah, I will. I, I'm, I'm, I'm look forward it, to trying. It wasn't it out. a feature. It wasn't a feature I was looking for, but it's it's it'll be one I'll try out anyway, and I, probably I, yeah, do I at think, least once. I think it's a case of I will probably try it, but I will not rely on it. Yeah, in reality, um, I want more co-op RPGs, so anything that we get is really appreciated. Of course, I need to find people who want to play it, but, uh, well, that's the next Well, issue. hey, you've got us. Yes, and that's good. We'll, we will do it, and that will be awesome. Um, yes. So, this should be fun. Although... Although this does, I think, potentially lend theory to what my what my personal theory of what the next Mass Effect game is going to be after six, or after three. After how do we get to six? <laughs> I'm still, still thinking. Are, are you thinking Magic Final 6. Fantasy three is Final Fantasy six sort of thing? Mass Effect three is actually Mass Effect <laughs> six in Japan. They've already got three others out there. We didn't even know about them. That's the harsh part. <laughs> yes, Bioware's been making <coughs> Japanese RPGs that they've been releasing on the Doujinshin, whatever that's called, market, where all the fan-made games go. Okay. Yes. And um, I, I, I was thinking of myself a few days ago, actually, what it, what it was they would do after 3, and I had was personally thinking that they would possibly create a game where they would do um, something similar to the way uh, Origins handles the beginning. Of Dragon Ooh. Age Origins, where you can choose choose every race type thing. Yeah, and I, I was thinking of de- them developing this multiplayer might be a good way of them getting down the animations for each race. <laughs> I don't know that they and would have down. to do it this way. There's probably other ways to develop. Well, it, it, it might be a it might be a good way of practicing and implementing it though. Sure, because you can play as any race in multiplayer. That is pretty cool. 
So. L- I still say so we the- need to have an Elcor Black Ops squad. <laughs> I don't Surprise think they're and astonishment. Places. I've snuck up behind you. Prepare to die. I like it. <laughs> we should do that. Uh, sorry. That's such a great concept. The Elcor. I'm playing as Elcor. If we can play them in multiplayer, I'm totally playing Elcor. <laughs> if they just stand around and die quickly, but it'd be great. All right. Oh, it's my cat's fight in the corner. Uh, I have another story about PlayStation 1 games. We finally have more traction on this. I need to come down there and get time. No, no, it's fine. Chrono Cross and Final Fantasy Origins have both been re-rated by the ESRB recently. And they... Whoa. Okay. This story isn't as good as I thought it was. I thought this story was a confirmation and it's not. Sorry, guys. ESRB has indicated Chrono Cross and Final Fantasy Origins are probably coming. Chrono Cross was previously teased in a PlayStation blog post, so these are probably happening. I guess that's that's it for the story. Sorry, I thought it was more than that. But what is more than that is Final Fantasy XIV 2.0. Tons of news came out last week, not this past week, but the week before, about Final Fantasy XIV version 2.0, something they started last January. So for people who mistakenly get their news reported on from Weekend Confirmed. This did not start... This is not a new announcement. This is not new. This, this, They've been working on this for like a year now, like fixing the game. This is all part of that. So they announced like in January that they're working on this. And now they're just giving us details. So some things to know about Final Fantasy XIV 2.0. Most important, the uh, 1.0 version of the game is going to start charging sometime in November or December. So the free ride's about to end. But that's okay. you still got plenty of time See, to try it out before here's that. here's what confuses me about that is I never bought the game, but when I put in my my code from you, it asked me for a credit card. Yeah, I don't know what's up with yours. So, yeah. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, let's see. There's going to be a new job system in Final Fantasy 2.0. That's been announced for forever. That is not new, but they've been giving details now. There's seven jobs that look similar to Final Fantasy jobs of games past there's new concept art you can see in an article we got on the site they're going to keep revamping the new jobs leading up to the 2.0 release and uh, you will also be able to level the jobs requesting not just grinding on uh killing monsters blah 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 blah. oh they are adding the cat girl race is now getting males the uh other two races noodle Noodle will be happy there the i don't know the highland here and rogue rogadin Okay, yeah. So the the Galkan essentially race from Final Fantasy Eleven. That's it's called. I don't know what it's called here. The the male only races are also getting girls, and the female only race is getting men. So you'll see full gender choices. Real like, mantras. It's like a real MMO choice. It was none of this um feeling like picking that race somehow makes you a pervert because it's like girls only or something. Uh let's see. The, That's what was stopping you from playing a Mithra, wasn't it, Chris? Honestly, that I, it feels weird. But then again, I, I also I chose to play as the little child, so that probably makes me a, a pedophile or something. So that's no better. Uh, so what the thing that was preventing you, you from playing the game was not with the me. Oh no, the game. The thing that was but, preventing me from playing the game was that it sucked. The game sucked. Yeah, we. But just for the record, it wasn't the crappy gameplay. It was the hemaphroditic races. No, it was really like the, <laughs> the seven frames per second I get while playing the game. 
and that was wow, with a decent machine. Sucks. No, it was 14 or so. But still, <laughs> I, you know, I had a GTX 460 in there, and that's not enough. You know, a GTX 460 when this thing came out was a rather reasonable video card, and it's still a rather reasonable video card, and that's not enough to play the damn thing. Thing needed some performance improvements, but regardless, I'll get a new gaming PC. I'm okay with that. Um, maybe I'll play some of that Fantasy Star Online Two stuff that's coming. Just, just oh, to yeah. round it out. Excuse me. Uh, other things changing. The user interface is changing completely. The battle system is changing completely. So uh, the the UI, the the easiest way to say this is, it looks like a modern MMO's UI, and it's nice and clean. It's not ugly like some free to play coming out of Korea that has a poor translation localization. It's got a it's it, it's a cleaner UI than WoW. Um, looks looks very pretty, very cool. Uh, wow, they clearly haven't seen my WoW UI. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. If you mod your UI in WoW, you can easily make one that looks as good or better than this. Uh, so. Let's see. The world map's being redesigned. Who gives a crap? Um, new storyline in version 2. Cool. And, oh, they're they're getting rid of the current plot. <laughs> That's a big deal in a Final Fantasy game. You know the current story? Eh, we're getting it rid of that. Exist, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I love the fact that they're actually changing everything in this game. The whole thing's changing. Oh, by the way, in the screenshot they released showing off the UI, there's a chocobo in your party, and he's fighting with you. I am buying this game just to have chocobos in my party, all right? But you already bought it. I am resubscribing to this game. What, not resubscribing? But you haven't I'm, subscribed to I'm it yet. I'm <laughs> subscribing to this game just to play with my... Uh, not play with my chocobo, but play the fight alongside my chocobo. There we go. And... um. What would be really cool is uh, I, I threw out the idea of letting you, you know, play as your Chocobo. And, and, you know, instead of herbalism, you go around and graze all day. But it might get really boring. Um, how, do you, how does a Chocobo level up? Do they just eat? I don't know. But we'll see. So, I mean, while has panda bears, why can't 11 or 14 have Chocobos? What do we got? We've got lots of You know, oh, lots of all changes. this changes makes me think. If my character's getting reset anyways, I actually might roll a mantra. It's not getting completely reset, though. Mm. You, your progress counts. Oh. Yeah, so you can be leveling up and playing today, and you will have progress on this new system. Okay, because originally when they started announcing these redesigns, they were like, yeah, nothing's going to carry over. I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard otherwise. Maybe I'm wrong. When they first started announcing these. Yeah, they changed that. People bitched. Um, yeah, I know they changed it, but it was that was why I was like, oh, well, I guess it's not Well, if you knew my... they changed it, why did I have to correct you? No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I just, I missaid that. When All I right. first heard about it, they said all of your current progress was going to be for naught. So it was like, well, then what's worth playing? Now uh, you're telling me it's different. Right, right, right. Now I stand corrected. We'll find out soon enough. A server system built to support a worldless model. So I guess it's going to be one gigantic server, interconnected server. So like everyone's on the same game. That's awesome. That's crazy. That's insane. Uh, and being done. Well, yeah, but only Eve's pulled that off. Yeah. And no one else tries and it. it. Took, and, I think, and it took them something like five or six years to perfect it to get it right. Yeah, it's probably going to be different than how Eve does it, where everybody's actually in the same world. I, I just because you're right, it's so hard to do. And that Eve's the only one who said, let's do this because it's freaking hard. Uh, oh, was, you know, they're still working on coming on the PS3. Oh, they're going to they're gonna rebuild the graphics engine again. Let's make it even bigger and harder to run. That should be great. 
Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, it's no, going to it what they're going to say. It's going to it's going to scale now, and that's actually a big deal. So your lower end computer will actually be able to run it with the new graphics engine. So that's great. That is that's that's huge. Actually, you can't just make a game that only the high end PCs can run. That doesn't sell. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Especially cool? an MMO. They're adding an auction house. All that stuff. They've announced that in the past. What's what's new? Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, they're adding voice to the cutscenes. In-game voice, all four languages, Japanese, English, French, German, after to version 2.0. That's cool. And, uh, oh, they'll have some non-instance dungeons and stuff and some all that sort of cool stuff. So dungeons, go kill stuff. Chocobo mounts are already out now. You can go train your Chocobo now. That's one of the cool things they're adding, and it's already available. And what else? I think that's everything they're going to say. So okay, that's all. 14 2.0. Check it out. Coming soonish. The question is, will it come out before or after the WoW expansion? It seems mm. like they're aiming for before. I think they want early next year. Oh, wait, no. They said, no, that's right. They said October 2012 is what they're aiming for. And then the PS3 release will be early 2013. So if you've been waiting for PS3, you've got to wait a while still. But And the version 2.0 will be late next year. So uh, look forward to a year of not worrying about this, I guess. <laughs> Unless you want to get into the game now before it's in version 2.0, which a lot of people have told me, no, they have no interest in. They want the they want the reboot first. So until then, pl- go play Costume Quest on your PC because you you don't have a 360 or or an Xbox and you haven't gotten it by now. So you could go buy it for 15 bucks on Steam, and it even includes the expansion Grubbins on Ice. That's a fun fun game. Go play it. I was wondering uh, when it goes on sale. Years. I probably will. <laughs> Did you do that? Did you buy it, Roy? No, I haven't bought it yet. I heard some issues of, like, crashing and stuff, so I don't know if it's having issues or not. But Yeah, a couple of people on my Twitter were saying that it it would get to the loading screen. It would get to, like, the opening screen and turn black and sit there and do nothing. Mm. I don't know if that's been resolved, because all I've heard was, the game doesn't work, don't buy it until it's fixed. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard yet, it's fixed. That's the same as uh, 14 was telling us, so... Um. A lot of games. Not don't buy it till they're fixed. All right. So that's that's costume quest. Anna, tell us about Tale of Two Towns 3D. Oh yeah. So Tale of Two Towns, Harvest Moon, Tale of Two Towns 3DS is coming out November first. Hooray! So you can. This is already it. out on the DS, right? Right. This is it's uh, structurally the same game. At, or sorry, um, the the story and the gameplay is all the same as the DS version. The 3DS version has some nice 3DS perks like Street Pass. And those of so. you who pre-order get an, get, alpaca. get an alpaca, which I'm showing off on our live stream camera right now. So you can get, you can get an own. alpaca if you pre-order at GameStop. It is available for pre-order at Amazon. I don't believe those are guarantees in Alpaca. Or you can go to the Natsume store at natsume.com slash store and pre-order there. And those ones are guaranteed in Alpaca. Yes, because Natsume is taking care of their people. So that's good. So, I, I mean, really, who do you trust? Natsume or GameStop? Should be an easy <laughs> choice. Yeah. And um, anybody out there who has who got the... Um, the DS version who pre-ordered and did not get their alpaca, please, please, please contact GameStop's customer support. They will get you one. Nice. Because we sent them tons. We sent them more than enough at this point 
to cover both the DS and the 3DS version. And it does there's some PR absolutely work for no you, excuse. Yeah. yeah, there's absolutely no excuse why anybody should not be getting a plushie at this point. So go and complain. Eh, just should, laziness. Yeah. All right, so here. Or it's a staff member that nabbed it. Is there any excuse for why Square Enix in the U.S. doesn't like us? Uh, no, but well, we're pretty. Square Enix <laughs> Europe loves you guys. Oh yeah, Square Enix Europe. What, is, what did they always... announce for you, Quinn? Um, well, the that Fangly Special Edition stuff for Final yeah. Fantasy Thirteen too. Yeah, exactly. What are they giving you? Quite a lot. Yeah, you know, if you get the the, the full special edition, you get a what is it? A T-shirt, uh, the full four-disc soundtrack. Well, minus one song, but yeah, you minus the opening, which I'm sure most people won't miss. Um, hey, uh, art the, books, hey, hey, the image songs are very important parts of the soundtrack. So whatever. I know, I know. Yeah, you get an art book, um, art print of lightning, and six postcards. I don't know why. People throw postcards in the collector's edition. Those are dumb. Um, postcards seem to be a really popular collectible. Because no, no, I think they're easy to make and include, and that's why they're popular. I don't no. think people actually want them. Um, I've actually had people send me quite a few very cool um, video game related postcards from Japan, including Gaijin. All right, fine. Yeah, I, I so say it's actually it's something we get seem to get quite a bit in collector's editions in Europe. Uh, the I think the Decidio Duodosum and Persona 3 Collects Editions both had them. So if you as just get the... the oh, so, okay, sorry. As did the Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3 one, out of curiosity. <laughs> now, if you only get the regular Collector's Edition, you just get a single-disc soundtrack CD that's a best-of, an art book, mm-hmm. the art print, and six postcards. The Crystal Edition adds on the full soundtrack in lieu of the best-of soundtrack, and a T-shirt, and uh, I think that's it. So... And, uh, oh, and regardless, wasn't there, wasn't there like three lithographs? If you pre-order the game, you get a DLC pack including Omega, which is the U.S. pre-order item, an alternate costume pack for Noel and Sarah, which will probably turn into U.S. DLC, three lithograph <laughs> art cards, and Episode I, a novella that bridges 13 and 13.2, which, as far as I know, there's no way to get in the U.S., period, along with most of that other content that we just talked about. So on the forums, we were discussing what we would be okay to swap with Europe for their their Nintendo of Europe and their Square Enix Europe. We were offering Atlas, but, you know. I would rather import Atlas games because they feel so Japanese, I feel okay importing them. You know? And even though I'm importing them from England, it's okay because it's... I like that import feel to those games. Yeah, but it's, but, it's like sadly, people want Queen already kiboshed this deal. We were like, here, we'll trade you. And he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Quinn. Because you're like, you wanted both Square Enix Europe and Nintendo. It's like, no. I know, you guys <laughs> have don't... Ghostlight already taking care of most of those Atlas games. So. <laughs> yeah, Ghostlight is taking care of um, uh, Marvelous and Atlas right now. But But are they offering you King of Fighters with a four-disc soundtrack? Like Atlas is, yeah. You know, honestly, Probably. you know what's sad? I truly considered buying King of Fighters 13 only because of the four-disc soundtrack it comes with. I, I will never play that game. I, fortunately, I've resisted so far, but I really like buying game soundtracks. People need to start selling game soundtracks in the U.S. Please, somebody just do that. I mean, is that really so hard, so dumb? Right, give me a break. Well, and particularly since a lot of soundtracks are out in Europe. <laughs> Or put them on iTunes or something. Come up well, with something. And they're in English in Europe. Like, when I got my Kingdom Hearts OST, I think I got it from the Netherlands. Oh, crap. That's an OST I really need uh, to buy. Yeah. 
I'll get I, into this in picks, but I I need to buy that OST like really badly. Yeah, it's uh, like I I couldn't find it anywhere in North America. No, I had to get it from Europe. So speaking of good music, there's a new iPhone iPad RPG, or I guess it's an iOS RPG called Farah F A R A. It's coming out October 21st. So it came out uh, yesterday. We reviewed it. Didn't we? Yeah. Oh, do we have a review up? Awesome. It's yeah, 99 far. cents on the App Store. What did we rate it? Um, two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so don't buy it but it has a really cool song in its soundtrack that they play during the video so it sounds really cool maybe buy it just to listen to it um, but maybe don't buy it to play it if we reviewed it that poorly it's 99 cents you can give it a try anyway it's another RPG out on the App Store um, also I found out there's a uh... yes 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 um, I just checked the uh, Steam forums. They have uh, confirmed that there's been a patch release that makes Costume Quest work. Good. Costume Quest, purchasable on Steam. There's another iOS RPG I'd like to plug called Mage Gauntlet. I'm I'm not plugging it because I've played it, so I know I'm doing this wrong, but uh, it's supposed to be very similar in style to Secret of Mana and its combat system and stuff. And it has, from what I've heard, decent music as well. And it is out right now. I forget. I think it was like a buck. And it's on the i. I it's on the Apple Store. And it's going to. I think it's on sale right now. And it will be updated to be universal or something like that. Hey, Chris, we need to give that crazy Japanese game we found to Quinn so we can figure out what the heck it is. Yes. Uh, um. Why do I have a feeling of impending doom? All right. So <laughs> as far as I know, it's not going to be updated to universal. But Mage Gauntlet right now is on sale. And it's getting it's 471 ratings, but five stars on the App Store. That's good for an App Store game. You don't usually keep five stars the whole time, unless you actually are pretty good. It's got tons of levels, and it, like I said, it's it's an action RPG in the vein of Secret of Mana. So go give that a try. I Maybe that'll be a lot see better than Farah. Mage new Gauntlet. Game in your list of stuff here. Did I don't you have forget? it. No, I missed it. We should Tell talk about, about it. it. What is it? Because Quinn's gonna like it. What? It's an Otome game. Oh, that thing. It's not an RPG, but all right. Yeah, it is. No, it's a dating sim for girls. Uh, I think we should cover it. Okay. <laughs> that, um, what? It's an Otome game. Oh, right. It's targeted towards the female market, and it's about meeting up with these samurai guys and helping them and dating them or something? I don't know. Jerry. Do you do you remember what it's? I think I think that maybe more um, like noodles territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know why Quinn would. I don't know. So it's coming from X Seeds. What's know, it called? The the geeky Japanese game. You don't even remember what it's I, called. No. Do you? no, I don't remember what it's called. X Seed Otome. Let's see. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Exceed. Let's it was on Neogaf. Exceed Games. Do we have a press release from them? Uh, U.S. gets fishing resort accessory. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> Talking about Corpse Party. That's not it. Um, well, it is Corpse Party, isn't it? Corpse Party? No? Yes? I don't uh, remember the name at all. Game, it? Yeah, it's a PSP game. Nobody it was just announced what it's like called. this week. Nobody put a freaking... How did they not put a press release out for this? Unbelievable. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Somewhere on NeoGAF is the story. It had a weird Japanese-like title. Uh, does anybody in the chat room know what it is? It is not um, Fate Extra. Oh, 
Hakuoki. Hak, haku Haku-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-
News is done. It's time to talk about our picks. Quinn, it sounded like you had something ready to... Oh, yes? Before we talk about picks, do we want to talk about releases this week? Uh... (laughs) Because there is one. The Serious Sam 2D RPG thing. Random Encounters. Yes, that's coming out. So I forgot about the Serious Sam Random Encounters. Yeah, so we got... That's quite possibly one of the most random things I've ever seen in my entire life. Ho, ho, you see what I did there. (laughs) The PR PR for this has been awesome. I don't know why this game exists. I don't know that it'll be any good. It is kind of... I have a a copy, so you can watch me play. Great. Are you doing PR for it or something? No. Okay, you just. But I know the person who is. All right. Yeah, it is a. I think it's being done by an indie indie studio, and it is going to be two D RPG based on Serious Sam. Yeah, enjoy. (laughs) There's like three guys on the right side of the screen and a frick ton of enemies on the left side, so that's pretty serious, Sammy. So see how that goes. Quinn, I believe you had a a very exciting pick discussion topic. Well, when I was actually, it was um, just um, Anna pointing out King, about Kingdom Hearts. Is that's kind of what I've been playing. Um, but what it was, what I was actually originally going to say was my pick was um, I bought myself a twenty-seven inch um, monitor, very shiny Dell monitor. Ooh. So I've mostly just been getting acquainted with my PC games again. And IPS running or them at, TN? Uh, IPS. Ooh, how much? Yeah. Uh, 577 pounds. And it's 27 inches? 27 inch. Wow, I was looking at a good Dell monitor for 500 some odd, oh, 527 pounds. So, yeah, that's uh, like a oh. thousand. That's like, oh, I don't know what, a thousand dollars at least? Oh, that's, that's like the price of a good TV. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's but a lot for a monitor. Really good. I, I hope and, so. And because I, uh, because I originally had two monitors... Um, I've now increased well, that give, number to give three. Give us the model number, geek out on us. Um, oh, what is the model number? Uh, give me a sec. I need to actually check. Boom, 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 ba-da-dum, boom, boom. Uh, U2711, Dell UltraShop. U27711? No, no, 27, uh, I had it just then. U2711. U2711, all right. It's the Dell Ultra Sharp. How'd you pick this? I got a friend um, trying to pick a monitor right now, so I'm wondering what he's supposed to do to choose a monitor. It was mostly I was just looking for a uh, like a, I was looking for a largish monitor in that kind of price range, sort of around five hundred, six hundred pounds. So and, you chose I want an expensive monitor, and I'm hoping it'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, and the fact <laughs> that it, this one did the the Dell Ultra Sharp was reviewed very well. Okay. Um, and Dell apparently do have good uh, reputation, at least as far as monitors are concerned. Can you adjust the height? Yes. Okay, that's a big deal. A lot of their lower-end models, for some reason, you can't I adjust can, the swivel or the height. You can't spin the screen I, for I some can't, reason. I don't think I can rotate the screen, but uh, I, can, I can swivel it. A lot and of I their can business the ones can. It. I don't know what's up with that. Um, but it, I think uh, one of the things I think... It's so um, that when you play Ikaruga at work, you can swivel it sideways exactly. to get a better... Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do that with work. all their business monitors, like all of them. <laughs> you can go up, down, tilt, you can swivel um, sideways. Oh, yeah. Their home monitors, for some reason, the stands suck. I don't get mm. it. Um, I think uh, I remember it mentioning somewhere that the, uh, the 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 actual flat panel is the same one that they use in the 27-inch iMacs or iBooks, whatever, they, uh, whatever the large Apple computers. Nice. 
that's oh, fantastic yeah. then. It, and it's really good. It costs about but, that price actually. <laughs> yeah, and the the link though is um I was using a uh I was using a PS2 emulator to play um Kingdom Hearts 2 recently. Gosh. This um, re- this re- the re- okay, first of all, this thing retails for $1100 in the US. That's list price. I'm sure you can get it better than that. 2560 by 1440. That resolution is higher than HD. It is a crazy resolution that you're going to need a monster video card or two monster video cards to actually push it native and get good frame rates. Yep. Is that what you have? Uh, I don't know, but the the HD ATI HD 5850 does a good job. Okay, cool. What were you going to say about Uh, Kingdom Hearts? But yeah, I was playing, because I realized that um, I've owned uh, Birth by Sleep, you know, the PSP one, like practically since its release. And I thought... Uh, I really should get back and try and actually finish it at some point. Um, but in order to kind of uh, sort of get back in with Kingdom Hearts, I went back to replay Kingdom Hearts 2. Just, you know, uh, to get back into the story and all that. Uh, I actually have a... Um, I imported a copy of um, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix from Japan years ago now. And it it's funny actually running it through a ps2 emulator on a monitor of this size does actually make it look really good um but what what anna was saying was um it reminded me just how good the uh soundtrack was for for both games uh you know for all of the almost all of the kingdom hearts games that i've played so the first one the second one and birth by sleep um oh god what's the name of the composer Shikamura? Uh, Shimomura? Yeah, Shimomura. Yeah, uh, it just made me realize that I should probably invest in the soundtrack because I think it's really, really good. <laughs> That's actually it as far as my picks was concerned. I was actually playing Sorry. Assassin's Creed for most of the podcast. <laughs> well, good to know you weren't paying attention. All right, Roy, hey, do you have I'm any picks for us? <laughs> I have been playing Rage and Orcs Must Die. All right. Both of uh, which are really fun. Tell us about Orcs Must Die. I think that actually has some overlap in interest for our listeners. <coughs> well, Orcs Must Die, you are playing as the as the apprentice character to an old sorcerer, and you are his essentially his useless dropout apprentice. And um, the wizard dies by essentially tripping on the stairs. And he busts his head open on the stairs. And then you have to go through the game. Uh, you lay traps down. It's a tower defense game. You you lay down traps, and um, you can get really creative with it. Like, um, there's one of my favorite ones to do is you can put down these this trap on the walls that has these spinning blades on it, and then you can put down another springboard trap on the guy so it'll catapult the uh, the orcs into the under the blade trap on the wall. And then while you're laying down traps, you also have to um, go into like a third-person action game at the same time. And so far, it's been pretty fun. Sweet. And then, a, and then a Dungeon Defenders just came out, which is essentially the same concept, but um, it, it has a more of a co-op focus. There's a lot of action in Dungeon Defenders. I know that. I've played the iPhone, iPad version, and you have to do a lot. Uh, It's not just you you set down all your traps and stuff, but if you aren't on top of, like, beating up monsters yourself, you're going to lose or buffing your traps or something. It's pretty pretty hectic. I I almost felt it was too much stuff, and I couldn't keep up with it very well on the iPhone, iPad, so I don't know. 
Well, one thing I heard about the uh, the PC version, especially if you get it from Steam, there's been a lot of people saying that if you get the uh, the Portal Gun DLC item that you get from buying it from Steam, they said it helps things a lot. Ah. So buy it on Steam. By the way, I remember that when that game had a quarter one 2011 release date on Steam. I remember that. They did not meet that and I, date. I remember... <laughs> I remember looking at it saying, like, oh, this looks cool. I think I might get this. And now here we are almost a year later. I did buy it. <laughs> cool. And I would I, heavily yeah. recommend Orcs Must Die. And if you have a computer that can run it, Rage is also really fun as well, now that it finally decides that it wants to work. After it has patched it three times. Sweet. Uh, Okay. Let's see. Anna, do you have any picks or voids for us? Yeah, I've been playing Professor Layton. Definitely a pick. Love Professor Layton. Need to actually play more when I'm not distracted by BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. And I'm... S- I don't recall if I mentioned Glitch or not a couple weeks no. ago. No, you did I not. Think. Yeah, I started playing an online game called Glitch. You go to glitch.com. I don't know if every account gets in. If someone is desperately jonesing for um, an invite, you can go to the forums and there's a thread. Um, I believe Shop Troll created it and you can get an invite via him. I think I might have one more left. And basically it's an online um, continual world where everything that you do and everything that the other people around you do um, affects the world. So there's trees and you can pet them and water them and harvest them and you then take the harvest of the trees and can buy tools and develop them into other stuff. So for example, the only fruit grown is the cherry tree, but you can get um, a fruit um, a fruit blender and it changes your fruit into other fruit <laughs> and uh, you can then use them to cook and you can harvest allspice trees and then you can change allspice into any other kind of spice Ooh. and yeah it's just been really fun it's um the the main thing that's really been drawing me in is that it's uh completely quest driven and individual goal driven so you have basically a mix of quests that you want to do and things that you want to personally do you get achievements every time you pass a certain amount of doing any particular activity. So, for example, I got uh, an achievement for petting 44 trees. <laughs> it's never an even number. <laughs> I've gotten achievements for doing something 11 times, 44 times. Nice. 10,003 times. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun. I like the quest design. The world is absolutely massive. I've, I've barely explored, I think, a third of it. It, it just and, sounds like uh, it's very crazy. Uh, and I know that this game is where the Katamari guy went to work. Yes. I don't know what he's doing for him, but I know no he's clue. over there. And I, I think in large part I like supporting it because they're in Vancouver and I like supporting my home people. Cool. So um, I've also been playing Final Fantasy V. Mm-hmm. And I had only played it really briefly before. I was sort of turned off by <laughs> too many jobs to choose from. Mm-hmm. So when you started the one job per crystal challenge, I thought that was a really cool idea. And that's actually what I did for about a third of my extra life. 
So I'm on my way to get the Earth Crystal, although at this point I am White Mage, Thai Mage, Beastmaster. Wow. You are, <laughs> are so my screwed. three jobs. <laughs> you're, not, you're not beating that game. So I'm I'm gonna have to um stop and grind because I went up into the ruins where the Earth Crystal is and I'm getting completely whomped. Mm. So grind time. So yeah, those are my picks. Alright. my pick uh is Dark Souls, because I've been playing that a bunch in the past couple weeks, and I'm still loving the heck out of that. It is really good. I am stuck on the gaping dragon. I need advice. Give me advice. The 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 book isn't helping me. No one's helping me, and I can't beat it. I need advice. Someone said, chop off its tail, but that is not doing it for me, because it, it kills me when I go to chop off its tail. So I'm, Well, I'm at least you got something. rid of the guy that was going pew, pew. Down yes, I you. got rid of the channeler who was casting magic while I was running around trying to chop off its tail. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm also stuck at half health. That's probably part of it. So I'll fix that. But I think I'm going to need more than that. I'm, I'm going to have to call on someone to help me fight it. But that feels like that feels like cheating when I summon someone to help. Like I want to figure out how to do it myself, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Is it possible that some of these bosses are just sort of intended for you to group up? It's possible, uh, but I don't know. Fortunately, I'm in an area where I can grind humanity points, so I can do that rather easily. Hmm. Is it possible that that particular area is designed that way? Maybe. Maybe. They don't tell you anything. Who knows? You, you can, it's hard to tell what they intend because they don't tell you. <laughs> they purposely don't tell you. So I'll give it a try and it'll probably be a lot better. Blah, 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 blah. But um, what else? We got to watch more BlizzCon. Yes, more BlizzCon. Oh, I wanted to ru- uh, I want to rub... People are talking about rubbing stuff in the chat room, which is weird to talk about your glitch game. No, someone had a pick of the week. Jabumi in the chat room says, my pick of the week is Innocent Sin and my avoid of the week. This is what I love. I love avoids of the week. My avoid of the week is White Knight Chronicles 2. Love it. All right. (laughs) Don't buy that. Uh, And uh, that is it. So everybody in the chat room, thank you for being here. Everybody on the call, thanks for being here. Anna and I are going to go watch more BlizzCon and look for cool announcements and hidden details of stuff that Blizzard will forget that they told us for a year and then it'll be a big announcement when we can be like, uh, you guys said that at BlizzCon, actually. So that's going to be fun. Oh, Noodle has something to say. Yes, Noodle. She wants you to play with Siri. Demonstrate Siri. All right. What the hell's Siri? It is the voice iPhone app. The intelligent iPhone app. Oh. Are we done? Siri, open the pod date bay doors. Oh, shush. Siri, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Okay, you, she didn't do that right. Siri, can you do anything right? This isn't. This is not a great demo, Noodle. <laughs> Great Apple technology here. It's it's hung up talking to the server. I don't know what you mean by Siri. Can you do anything right? <laughs> <laughs> Siri, you are terrible at your job. You're certainly entitled to that opinion. Ooh. Ooh, she's talking back. Siri, open the pod bay doors. That's it. I'm reporting you to the Intelligent Agents Union for harassment. Yes. <laughs> Siri, I need to find a place to hide a body. Yes? I need a place to hide a body. 
kind of place are you looking for? She Dogs, gives me mines, metal foundries, reservoirs, or swamps. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> swamps. Which one? Pat Parrish, Epic Corporate. No, 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 no. I didn't say call Epic. I said. Um, <laughs> you should ask where to buy drugs. Oh, good idea. <laughs> Siri, where can I buy some drugs? I didn't find any addiction treatment centers. Oh, I don't want a treatment center. I want to buy drugs. <laughs> where can I get some hash? Well, the server's busy today, apparently. Well, no, yeah, you, just, you just kicked me off. You just kicked me off IRC with that. <laughs> Um, what was the other one? Oh, I guess you'll have to censor it, but you can swear at her. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm not doing that. All right. Oh, I can't. She says, okay, I give up. Whatever. Anyway, that's the uh, personal assistant thing on my new iPhone. And uh, I guess I have a new iPhone. I got the, the 4S. It's fun. I like the assistant stuff. Setting reminders and stuff is really cool. It works. I can say, set a reminder for when I get home to do whatever, and it will remind me when I get home. That's pretty sweet. Um, there were apps that did that before, obviously. None of them were voice-controlled. Except for the Siri one itself, but now the only way to get the Siri app is uh, by buying the new phone. Um, and that kind of stinks. So, let's see. Um, that's it, right? That's it, that's all. All okay. right, so we're going to go back to BlizzCon. John's going John's gonna to go back to England. Roy's going to go but back to I'm, Scotland. I'm already in England. Well, but you've, you've been summed here for this meeting of RPG illuminaries. I see. And Anna's going to... I love Scotland. Anna's probably going to go back to sleep, actually. So, what? downstairs and watch. Oh, BlizzCon, yes. All right, so that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Again, podcast feedback, podcastrpgamer.com, 608-729-4098. Leave us a voicemail. We'll probably get to them next week. Sorry we didn't get to them next, uh, next week. We've still got them archived. We will, we will play your voicemails eventually. And that is, uh, oh, uh, look forward to more Blizzard news and enjoy the week of playing uh, Serious Sam RPG, I guess. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everyone, everybody. Be sure to turn. Be sure to tune into the Sanctum later tonight. Yes, Sanctum later tonight. See you next week. Huh. <laughs>